Welcome to the Growth Enablement Madness Podcast, and I'm Jim Ward, your host, CEO of BrainCell, the growth enablement company. I'm absolutely mad about helping businesses grow and scale. And in this podcast, my team and I get a chance to talk shop with industry thought leaders about a variety of growth enablement strategies, stories, and technology trends. I'm happy that you're here, so let's get the growth conversation started. Welcome, everybody. This is Jim Ward. I'm CEO of BrainCell. We are a growth enablement company. We help companies grow and scale via technologies, consulting, business process, and more. Happy to be here again with you all. We are, uh, we've got a new guest today. This guest is uh, focusing on why you might want to consider hosting your technology in the cloud. I do think this is a growth enablement subject for scale. Today, we have uh, BJ O'Reilly. He's a seasoned ERP expert. He's worked in the software industry for more than 24 years. He's got experience working with a variety of products, including but not limited to Sage 100 Cloud, Sage 500, Sage Enterprise, Sage CRM, and Acumatica. A lot of Sage in there. He's worked with large-scale integration projects and had positions at Sage, Information Systems Management, and Bennett Porter Associates. Currently, BJ is one of the executive staff at SWK Technologies, a dynamic team of talented individuals providing exceptional services to partners and customers alike. I also have with me my co-host, my trusty co-host, Sarah Reed. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jim. Hi, BJ. And hi, B. You beat me to it. <laughs> hi, BJ. Hello, Jim. How are you? We know each other for a long time, BJ. How long? I think you and I were in our teens. You were in our teens, yes. That is a long time. Yeah. No, it really wasn't in the teens. He's, he's, he's joking. But if we go way back, I don't know, decade, decades, maybe, lost track. But you got to know people in the industry, and PJ's been one of the stalwarts in the industry, so I've known him for years. Okay, so we're going to be talking about cloud and top five reasons why you should host your ERP system in the cloud, which is near and dear to my heart because I don't have a server anymore in this office anywhere. So let's start off by you talking a little bit about, first of all, what is the type of cloud we're talking about in this case? And then maybe we start off with one of your top five reasons to move to cloud. Oh, yeah, it's great. You know, the whole lack of server for you is probably a good thing, right? So that limits you. I think the biggest thing down in, in cloud migration is moving everybody to a cloud-like experience that's very similar to their on-premise experience, right? So you go in, you feel like it's the same thing. It's not that vastly different. So what we did is we designed it to be that experience, especially if you're a Sage 100 user, you wanted that same or similar experience of being on-premise. So we designed it that way. We designed the cloud that way with that understanding. And it's made a much better migration experience for most of our end users to have that. So your printers, everything works the same. Yeah, it does. In fact, you host our ERP system on the cloud, and it is just that. You don't know the difference, but it has allowed us to actually scale our operations. We're not focused on any server issues. You guys take care of that. And we can all get into the solution anywhere. I'm probably stealing some of your thunder here. By the way, did you give us not reason number one or was that just a description? Oh, I don't remember. I that was reason number one. And I think you led right. me to it. I mean, the good thing is you get to work from anywhere, right? So during the COVID pandemic, a lot of our customers that were already on the cloud, they were able to go home and be able to work remotely without an issue. So that big reason is I get to work from anywhere, especially if you're a diversified workforce, right? So like brain cell, like, like SWK, we work all over the country. We don't have one geographic limitation. And so that makes it much better 
to be able to hire specialized resources and be able to run your ERP from just about anywhere. So I think that's a good number one for everybody to really understand is now I get to work from anywhere. Mm. Really important today's environment. I'm wondering, Sarah, from your perspective, if this conversation has anything to do with what you are usually saying to me that my head is in the clouds. Was that relevant in any way here in this conversation? Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay. But the accessibility but, from anywhere is definitely key. Like, I'm not in the office today. Jim, you may or may not uh, have yeah, noticed. I saw the team's but message. I logged into our accounting platform and it didn't matter where I was, right. where I am. Right. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Question. I just right. said. Right. Work from anywhere. We don't know. <laughs> well, let's get to uh, reason number three. Sounds like we've gone through reason number two. What's the number three reason that you would go with for hosting ERP in the cloud? I think the bigger part for me when I rank them or I look at them is I don't have to do anything, right? We do everything for you. We do your updates. Oh, yeah. Security environment, right? So we've got a 24-7 security operations center that, or as we like to call it, a SOC, right? That's able to monitor things for you, make sure the next morning you come in and it's not been ransomware out or something's happened to you. So that cybersecurity world, and especially if you've seen more and more bad actors, I mean, obviously you saw MGM down for days because of bad actors. We really spend a lot of time and effort to prevent that. Nobody can guarantee you 100%, but they definitely want to make it harder for them to be able to do that. So we keep all of your updates to your operating systems done for you. We monitor everything. We make sure you have a sufficient uptime. We're not perfect, right? We don't have a 100% uptime guarantee, but we try to achieve as much uptime as we can and be responsive to that. So we also formulate a help desk, right? You can call in, get help with things that you need to have. So that all leads into the fact that it's really not a lot of operational necessity for you to be IT experts to run your business. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. What are some of the examples you've seen some of these bad actors? What have they done? So, I mean, the bad actors, I mean, the bigger part is the ransomware thing that you see go on, right? And you want your data. And I always ask people, you know, how long can you be without your system? You know, well, we can't be without it at all. Well, the problem is, is in today's world, you have to have some assessment that you could be down for some period of time. It just is a matter of how much you want to mitigate that. But these bad actors, ransomware is our number one. We had over a dozen clients last year get hit with ransomware from our standpoint. These are on-premise clients, not at CloudHost, by the way. To date, we've had no ransomware or cloud interruptions in our data center. So you're telling me that they actually hold them ransom for money? Money, yeah. Really? Million for MGM. They 13 paid, million for MGM. Yep, 13 million. And they got no unlock. They continue to, to they expand it. So MGM sent them 13 million. They still did not unlock them. So your chances on a ransomware paying money, your chances are good. You will not get unlocked. So of the 13 clients last year, six of them paid, five didn't get unlocked. One did. Wow. Well, that's scary. Folks, if you're listening to this right now, that would probably be, that would have been my number one, by the way, BJ, uh, is ransomware, getting held stuck in hostage and not being able to get to my data. Mm -hmm. Well, also because I feel like it was a misconception of mine for a while until I talked to Kevin, who's like our techie guy here in at brain cell that on-prem was safer than the cloud. Like, I feel like people often think that when it comes to their data. Do you hear that a lot? Well, you know, I think what you hear is I'm a small fish in a big pond, right? That, you know, I'm not MGM. I'm not a hospital or a government agency. I would remind you, ransomware is opportunistic. It's not targeted. It's because somebody clicked something on or did something they shouldn't that really initiates. So 
they're not looking for the big fish. They're just looking for any fish. Yeah. Right. And anybody who has on premise without the appropriate safeguards, which is expensive to do it on their own because you can spread the cost, right? We can't. You know, a security operations center could cost you upwards of tens of thousands of dollars a year where we're able to spread that cost across many people, right? Many hosting clients and therefore make it a very small cost and incorporate it into your overall project. That's one of the things when we really promote why our fees are the, how they are is because there's a lot in the background helping protect your data and helping make sure it's secure and always available. So it's kind of like uh, when you go fishing, you go where the fish are and ransomware can be literally every person who's on premise is where the fish are for these guys. It's very opportunistic. All right, give us number four. I feel like you're doing the countdown here. Uh, do you remember what was the uh, late night guy who do the top 10 countdown? Top 10, yeah. It used to be on the late show. So yeah. I think number four really has been one of those things where the clients themselves have found that they want to be able to have the capability of keeping their software up to date, right? So the nice thing is I would tell you in our hosting environment that 95% of our clients are in the most current versions of their software. It's easier to do. It's easier for BrainCell to do an upgrade in, in this environment, right? It's been designed around that. And so I think a lot of that has really stemmed from this ease of use. And so the clients are not having to go out and buy new servers, new equipment, new everything, right? You know, it's like for you, we take you from operating system 2016 to 2019 to 2022 seamlessly. It's not, you didn't have to go buy new servers, new new OS, new licensing costs, right? It's all inclusive of that. So I think that becomes a very much a budgetable item, right? So now I can say, you know, your hosting expenses every month is the same. You know, if you add more users, it goes up a little. If you add less users, it goes down a little, right? So it has creation to be able to have some level of fixed cost for a customer, either on an annual or monthly basis, either one. Perfect. Well, here we roll into number five. I feel like we should, Sarah, can you do a drum roll? Okay. And the number five reason for hosting ERP in the cloud. I think the bigger one on that has been at least my number five reason. I mean, obviously those top three are the most important has just been the overall experience, right? So if you look at the experience, the customers themselves are happier. We notice that they stay. We don't lose customers very regularly because they're able to, to experience that. But I think that's probably the big one. It's just the simplicity for you, right? You said, I have no server on site. You just know on, on certain days, right? We've had moments where you can't get in. It happens. It could be the internet's down. It could be all kinds of things, but it's still simple for us to be able to understand what that is and get you where you want to be. And I've had clients where their office location's down and they simply drive home and get to work. It makes it easy because that goes back to number one, work from anywhere. So, But that simplistic nature is just the big one. And overall, it's easy. Once you're on it, it's just simple. Yeah, it's just there. It's really easy. And like I said, we're we're completely hosted now. We have no servers anymore. Very happy to see them go. And there may be some in that closet we need to clean out, but they're not connected anymore. Well, this has been terrific. I really appreciate you joining us today. I noticed, though, you and I have been watching people. It has nothing to do with the conversation. You have the Ultra, don't you? You bought the Ultra. I did. I actually have the Ultra, too, of the new one. 
Well, so don't I. Just <laughs> got it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, guess what not. happened today with that watch? Well, that's true. So <laughs> the little story here, I'm sure our listeners don't care, but I thought doing the sleeping <laughs> app would alarm me uh, at the time I set, and I forgot to click the alarm. Late. So somebody showed up late. Somebody showed up late. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the other thing is mine went off at, I forgot to make adjustments in time zone. So mine went off this morning at 2 a.m., <laughs> and woke my wife so that's so you know so i get it you know there's a little bit of those mechanics to it yeah well we'll figure it out we're okay one, now yeah go ahead i yeah. have one more question <laughs> for people thinking about or companies thinking about moving from on-prem to the cloud what is that process like is it in terms of resources and time is it a heart it's not hard. I mean, usually you're able to be up and running fairly quickly. So it just depends. I mean, it depends on the resources. Usually, you know, brain cell scheduling with the client for their, you know, you're going to have a minimal amount of downtime because you got to move your on-premise system into the cloud. So that's probably the biggest, right? So a lot of times we do that late afternoons, early evenings when it's less impactful. So it, but, but that's your probably your biggest one. I mean, we can have you provisioned and up and running in the same day if we need it to, right? So it's been quick so if you've got ransomware you know let us get you set up really quick because you're not going to be up and running until we do so well thanks bj that was uh bj o'reilly they are our brain cell cloud hosting partners so for those of you listening out there who are with us as a client or not yet a client but interested we uh, work with them as a partner to host all of our clients erp solutions thanks for joining us today this is jim ward i am uh, ceo of brain cell we're a growth enablement company and believe me i do believe that if you start to host and start focusing on your core business that is a way to scale your business i want to thank sarah reed my co-host thank you sarah thank you and you can find these podcasts anywhere podcasts are found and i have no idea where they're found sarah that's your job <laughs> anywhere spotify apple google audible anywhere you like to listen to your podcasts there excellent well thank you again this is jim ward we'll see you Thank you for listening to this episode of Growth Enablement Madness Podcast. I also want to thank Divinio Podcast for this episode's production and distribution. Finally, thank you to Sam Ward for our musical introduction and outro. Be sure to check out all of our episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. New episodes are available monthly and cover all important topics for growing and scaling your business. Until next time, this is Jim Ward signing off. Let's grow.